0: My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and you are listening to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet strategic choices that all of us can make in order to become the very best version of ourselves. Today in the Three Words podcast studio is Dr. Tyler Swans, a husband, a father, a caretaker, and a doctor of chiropractic who is helping remove people's barriers in their life so that they can experience their unique purpose. He is my friend, He is a fellow life coach with me, and he offers a lot of insight today on these three words, say it now. So often we delay that which we should say, both the positive thoughts, the affirming thoughts, the encouraging thoughts, as well as the hard and difficult and challenging thoughts. Why do we wait? Why do we delay? We talk about it today in this episode. Listen in. So, I hadn't realized until just a few minutes ago that this is your first episode with me in the new Three Words Podcast studio. So, yeah, it's impressive. Welcome here. to our space. It's I really cool it. to have you back, Tyler. Obviously, we've had lots of great conversations, and today will be more of the same with these three words Say it now. Say it now. Why does this resonate with you? You know,
1: uh, I think that uh, very early in our relationship, just chatting, I even forget it was a team event because my... Uh, office team oftentimes brings it up. They they come to me now and they're like, hey, I, I remember we went to that event with Dr. Michael Brown and he said, if you got something on your heart, you should just, you should tell that person now or tell them within 24 hours. You got to say it to them within 24 hours. That's the challenge. And uh, that's kind of like our company culture now. And I, love that. I think it's been really healthy in the workplace for um, my team to be able to do that. But I think it definitely is something that applies inside the workplace, but definitely mm-hmm. in my everyday life.
0: Well, I agree with that because obviously this idea that we feel positive things towards people that go unsaid, we actually rob them of the joy mm-hmm. of knowing how much they've blessed us or even the impact they're having positively in the lives of others. But I think even on the other hand, if we're having a hard relationship or there's difficulty or tension in relationship, I would say the principle is still the same. It might be worth saying it, maybe not right now in the midst mm-hmm. of anger or fury or frustration, but in the very near future. But typically we Harbor things in our heart and our heads that should be expressed,
1: and uh, I think when we uh, when we think about ponder the beauty and the brevity of life, mm-hmm. as uh, as we've said before, the uh, life being so short, why would we want to rob anybody of any amount of joy brought to their life by something that we could say to them? And maybe it's not even joy, but maybe it's uh, an honest assessment or maybe it is a declaration of who I am why would I rob anybody of one second of knowing truly who I am or offering the opportunity for someone else to say it now to me so that I can more fully and more truly know them
0: can I pause for just a moment in the middle of this episode to remind you that three words podcast is a gift to you there is no fee there's no charge to be able to listen and to engage in these conversations with us would you do us a favor though would you subscribe to our YouTube channel? Would you follow us on Three Words Podcast on any podcasting platform? And would you share it with a friend if you're encouraged by what you hear today? Now, back to the episode. And not to be dramatic, but even in the last couple of weeks, um, we uh, said goodbye to my grandmother. Uh, She was 93... and three-quarters of years old, Uh, 34,470 days, in fact. I like to think about the number of days that people live. And it was interesting, Tyler, my father, her oldest son, actually shared at the celebration of life service as we were saying goodbye to my grandmother that he remembers vividly in her final conversation with him on the phone saying the last word she said to him was, I love you. And he held that, and even his voice quivered as he shared about that with all of us. And and then his challenge to us, even a few weeks ago, uh, at this celebration of life uh, service, he said, "Don't ever let that phrase go unsaid, mm-hmm. because you never know when you're going to say goodbye to someone." So I again, that's a little dramatic, a spin on this conversation. And yet I hear that mm-hmm. that I regret right not saying this. Uh, to this person. Or even, why did I wait 30 years or 40 years to say the really positive things? Because it feels awkward, right? I mean, sometimes the real positive expressions of love, of affirmation, of pride, it feels almost coming off our tongue a little awkward. It feels a little vulnerable to even give that kind of compliment. But as well, to say the hard thing, how often have we held in the hard thing and we're not saying it, we're just harboring that bitterness when we probably could just say it, resolve it, work through it, process through it, and then move on in our relationships, but we think to ourselves, "I'll say it later." Mm-hmm. And I don't think you're
1: over-dramatizing it at all when you're talking about like losing mm-hmm. someone. Um, I think that's totally in line with the context of these three words. And mm-hmm. um, when I was thinking about these three words, one of my one of my friends, one of my very good friends, um, he lost his dad, and he's my age. He lost his dad. Uh, seven years ago uh, and it was a situation where he was taking over the family business, but nobody expects to just out of nowhere with no warning, have mm. a heart attack and never get to speak to that person ever again. So my friend was like trying to hack into his dad's computer, like figure out passwords. They didn't know bank account numbers. They didn't wow. know anything and they were trying to run this business. And um, I had, shared that story with my own father. And my own father went in for shoulder surgery last year. And before he did, we had several really amazing conversations where he said, you know, I just want you to know, I don't expect anything to happen with this procedure tomorrow. But I love you. I love practicing with you. I love, you know, coming oh. into work every day with you and the bank account passwords are this and this <laughs> and
0: this. Dr. And, John. Yeah. Love that man.
1: And you know, I could tear up thinking about it, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not just that. So to kind of bring it full circle, I told my friend about what my dad had done for me because of what his story, how it impacted me. Mm-hmm. So and this guy, my, my really good friend, like he's not an emotional guy and he was just waterworks and he said thanks for telling me that that you know makes it makes something that didn't make any sense you know seven years ago and still like Mm -hmm. doesn't make a lot of sense to him uh made it have a little bit of a purpose like hey because of my dad like maybe tyler and his dad could could get off a little bit easier
0: now i presume those who are listening or watching today on our youtube channel this makes sense like This isn't rocket science. Like we're all probably thinking, yeah, this is something we should do. I'm just curious. We've kind of hinted to it and we've talked a little bit about this, but why aren't we doing this? Why within our culture Mm. are we not saying things now and expressing ourselves today and in the moment, verbalizing the things that we're thinking and feeling and experiencing? Like what are those obstacles and barriers through your perspective? Um, I think that uh, when you're saying
1: something, it's not just like verbally saying something, but it also could be like writing something Mm -hmm. or leaving your legacy. And maybe it's an insecurity of like, what do I really have to say of value? You -hmm. know, I I know a ton of people that would like to write a book and they, they say, I would like to write a book, but then all of a sudden, like when it comes down to it, they're... They they get writer's block, you know. They're like, "Who would want to write this? Who would want to read this?" I mean, yeah. Uh, and they get scared. So maybe that that insecurity or of insignificance of mm. maybe my my life isn't worth saying, you know, uh, or my thoughts aren't worth saying, or who I truly am isn't worth communicating to others. I think that's probably the the biggest barrier to doing that.
0: We've well, talked about two things there. You've talked about insecurity and a sense of insignificance. So insecurity that I feel like. How will this be received? Is Mm. this going to be weird? Is this going to be strange? Um, What if someone, particularly if I offer a compliment, Mm. what if they don't receive it as such? What if they feel like whatever, right? And I've just been vulnerable. I've been transparent. I've taken that step. So there's, if I'm not a full cup, if I'm not feeling whole, that a part of me, when I express that and I say it now, it might actually feel like a part of me is leaving and I'm not going to get anything back. But then even in significance, I mean, even as you talk about this, You know, I think about the power of writing things down. I mean, you you just said it plainly is that there's things that I will want to say to my children, to my wife. Why not put it in writing today? Um, Obviously say it, but obviously put some of those things in writing so that if that day comes and when that day comes, Mm -hmm. because it's not if, it's Mm -hmm. when, um, those things in writing, I've actually said it today so that it can be remembered tomorrow, so that it can be considered tomorrow. Um, in many ways, that's why we're doing this podcast. I that's, was going to say, yeah. Like, I mean, that's why we do yeah. podcasts. People ask me often, you know, why do you do three words podcasts? And we don't make a penny on this podcast, but one of the reasons I like to do the podcast, and we've talked about this before, is that my thoughts and my insights of myself and my dearest friends get to be preserved. We're saying it now, yeah. but it will be listened to hopefully Um, if technology remains somewhat (laughs) the same, right? Where my kids and my grandkids and my great kids can listen to the things that I said now, later, and hopefully that will have a positive impact on them.
1: Totally. That's like the head fake. It's like, who's this for? Is it it for our own own selfish reasons, our kids, you know, that sort of thing? Mm -hmm. Um, When I think about my kids, I look forward. So my kids right now, at the time of recording, uh, are almost seven years old and newly five-year-old. And so there's going to be a while before they start to get interested in like little girlfriends and things like that. But I think of fewer things that are more like universal and like a part of the human like growth experience than worrying about like should i say that to her like should i you know should i say that to him should i should i tell them who i who i truly am and how i you know think about them and how they make me feel and how i think i love them and yeah. um you know i just think back of, to me as like a you know a nerdy junior high kid and thinking you were never man, nerdy dude there's there's picture <laughs> evidence but uh but it's like you think back and i think to myself like man what would i have told myself when i was in junior high and i know now i would have been like dude just tell her like, just tell her how you feel. Like, what's the worst she can say? Like, what is it about just growing older and gaining more experience that allows us, like, with so much confidence now to be like, just, just go tell them. You know, I, I think as, it's a sign of maturity that we, we get over those insecurities to be able mm-hmm. to finally tell others, you know, tell it now, t- say it now, like, how we feel about them.
0: Well, I think that's another reason why we don't is I'm thinking about that other episode that we did, Don't Overthink It. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes, and I hear this a lot, wherever I travel and wherever I speak and the people I'm interacting with is that we tend to be strugglers with this idea of overthinking everything. Hmm. So I'm guessing if we are prone toward overthinking, Mm -hmm. we're probably saying pretty little. And we're probably not saying it now because I have to really make sure. And am I certain? Um, how will it be taken? How will it be perceived? Obviously, in romantic relationships, that feels a little more risky, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, ah, oh, I'm putting my heart out there. But also just in the workplace. And you mentioned with your team. Yeah. And as you're expressing maybe something to a coworker, if we're overthinking it, we're probably not going to say it now. So maybe those are two episodes we can listen side by side yeah. and say, stop overthinking it and say it. And here's the cool thing say that you say it now and then you wish you did not See, here's the cool thing. You can say it now and maybe it didn't come out exactly the way that you hoped. It wasn't as polished as you had dreamed. It wasn't articulated in a way that you thought would have the greatest positive impact, but you can always say, you know what? I didn't say that the best way. Mm -hmm. This is what I meant. This is how I would rephrase it. So by saying it now, you're not shutting down communication. You're opening up communication yes. and you actually can rephrase and follow up. You're not stuck with those words out there forever. Sure. Um, you can continue to, to explain yourself and, and, tell you, and tell more in the future
1: and as an employer one of the worst things that i can hear is yeah this has been going on for about 3 months 4 months and i didn't want to say anything i'm like oh man like how did i foster this environment where you didn't think you could tell me immediately when you started to feel mm-hmm. these things and um but yeah it's just isn't that funny the way that yeah. people are they will they will delay those things for fear of offending somebody else or for fear of not having the exact correct words or you know mm-hmm. the the right heart behind it but it truly like saying something now that is imperfect is going to have more impact than s- staying silent 100 of the time
0: well and you and i both agree that relationships are the currency of life and that everything is about human beings and human being interactions between people that's what lasts that's what's most important and so this idea of saying it now even as you described it within relationships you use romance you talk about friendships you've shared your friend your family your father but even now in the workplace, I mean, you've you've really hit the nail on the head when you have described a lot of the toxicity and a lot of the dysfunction within the workplace as a result of the fact that those who are supervisors aren't saying it now to those that are supervising and those that are feeling maybe undervalued or underappreciated, undercompensated, they're not sharing that with those that lead them. And so we are silent and then we're creating more problems by not saying it now so there's a lot of very practical principles that um I think come out of this conversation. Final thoughts for us, Tyler.
1: Well, I think you said it best that, uh, relationships are a currency. They're the Mm -hmm. currency of life. And if we think about love, like we do money as a currency, you know, if I had the chance to as a 15 year old to (laughs) invest just a little bit of money into uh, a fund, you know, an IRA, a Roth, whatever it might be, I would have done so because the longer it's out there in that vehicle the better it's going to do, and the faster it's going to grow, and it's just only going to compound. I think the same thing is true of a kind word, of a true expression. That the longer it exists within the vehicle, the person that you are planting it in, the faster it's going to improve both of your lives, and it's just going to compound uh, the longer it's out there. So I would say, say it now, and uh, and have the greatest impact you can possibly have with
0: your relational capital. Well said, as always, Dr. Tyler Swans. Thanks for being with me today. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.